The mules are in the corral. Welcome to Mule Talk, and I'm Cindy K. Roberts, your host. And we are recording live at the Midwest Mule Fest, located at the Panther Creek Trail Rides in Tuscumbia, Missouri. And I've got lucky enough to catch up with the mule artist, Tammy King, from Chases Her Mule Custom Painted Hats. Welcome to the show, Tammy. Hi, how are you? Oh, it's I'm good. Thanks. Um, listen, I have known you for many years. You've done some marvelous work. I mean, fascinating work uh, with horses and mules and donkeys. So uh, how long have you been doing this? Well, the hats I've been doing three years. And I was thinking, somebody asked me the other day, and I thought, oh, I've only been doing this three years. But I'd forgotten that I had done jackets down at Eminence. Um Boy, it's been a long time, like 10 years ago, maybe? I think that's where I met you, or yes, longer. Right, Yeah. right. Oh, and I mean, those jackets were just, I mean, beautiful. Uh, everything you do is, is beautiful. So then what came next? I guess you got inspired, or maybe you got tired of doing the jackets, so you got inspired to do something else. I got tired of doing the jackets, and, um, and this, you know, and I love horse people, but I... I love mule people a ton. They're just so much fun. And um, and I didn't realize there was so much mule stuff going on. And so the, the more I started meeting mule people, and I was just looking for a different outlet. And um, I got inspired by another mule artist that I just admire her work so much. Do I get to say her name? Well, sure. Okay. Lori Jordan does some amazing stuff, and I was inspired by, by her work, and I was just looking for an outlet, not even actually as a business, but just something to do, you know, a creative outlet to kind of blow off some steam and stuff, and um, just kind of started doing some hats for friends, just for something to do, and um, they just kind of, the business started and kind of took off, and I love it. It's, you know, they say that if, if you're doing something you love, it's not work, so. Yes, I, I believe that to be true. And you you do a lot of shows, I mean, and then what, you're gone like a week or so at a time? Well, I, I was, I d- have done a few shows. I was working full-time. Um, I special needs teach or special needs aid at the high school. I retired um, the end of spring when school got out. Actually, we retired earlier because of COVID. Well, yeah. And so um, got out of that, and then I started this up full time. And I so much stuff got canceled this year. So much stuff, and so I just haven't done anything. But I d- was able to go to the Ozark Mule Days and show up just for a day and walk around, talk to people, which was really a lot of fun. And um, people actually recognized me, which was super fun, super fun. And um, I had a lady actually go up to me and ask me if I was wearing a Chases or Mule custom painted hat. And I was like, I am Chases or Mule. So that was that was super fun. I was really excited about that. So, um, but this is the first show, the real show I've actually got to do all year. So hopefully you know, this stupid COVID thing will go away and they'll start having more shows and I can actually go to some of these mule events because the people are awesome. I love seeing the the mules and stuff and it's really a nice relaxing time for me. You know, um, you also do, you do the ornaments and those are really, really creative. Uh, and then you also do... The, uh, what do you call those, medicine bags or 
Actually, those are um, my friend. She does... Um, it's hard to explain. I just, I love people, but Donna has gotten me through a lot of stuff. And she has the Rock and A leather, and she does these wonderful hip bags and for riding and stuff. And they fit into, uh, they hang on the side of your jeans, and you can put phones, and, but they're big enough that you can put phones, and if you have maps and all sorts of stuff in them. And she also has, uh, she works with, um, the Mule Girl logo, so you can have the Mule Girl logo and stuff put on them. And um, she does anything with the Mule Girl logo you want. And uh, koozies, they do uh, handbags, the the hip bags, uh, flasks, you name it. They, they do it all, and they their stock and trade is pretty much special orders. And anything with fringe, uh, they've done stuff with foxtails and just it's amazing work they do really amazing work wow that's that's really nice and then the the jewelry you do the mule the mule earrings and then i mean they're they're really really cool looking because you add the little beads or the feathers and and uh so i mean i walk into your booth and i'm like oh my god I, I better go back and get, get some cash or a credit card or something. But what is the most popular thing for you to do for your clients? Uh, probably the hell hats right now. Okay. All right. And that's the helmet with the brim on it. And um, and it's funny because when I started doing the regular hats, I saw hell hats. And I loved getting on Karen's Hell Hat Posse on Facebook and looking at them. And I kept thinking, I need to make one of these for myself because I, I wear a helmet. Um, and then I made one for myself and said, I will never make another one of these again. Because they are so, at that time, they seemed so difficult to make. Yeah. And then um, somebody asked if I would make one for them and I thought well I'll try this again and now I you know I've got it down to a science for and they're sure. and they're not very hard you know there's definitely a technique but they're not rocket science like I thought they were in the beginning but that is probably my most popular item right now well that's that's good I'm, I'm glad that more people are into wearing the helmets now because when we were kids they certainly weren't advocating that right, so right. that's it's really good you know and after you get your you hit your head on the ground so many times you're like you know I better be wearing a helmet and you do that so well you are so talented is there anything else that you think you're going to try here before long I know you're always learning how to do new stuff well, I actually had a guy that sat in on one of my clinics last night that had an idea for um, taking the crown, which I always throw the crown of the hat away, and fitting the crown, this is going to sound crazy, um, but fitting the crown over the helmet and uh, and putting gussets in it. And because he was like, you know, more men would wear helmets if it didn't look like a helmet. And so, um, so yeah. Okay. And and he said that he had laid awake the whole night before thinking this over. Oh. And really? so we took the crown and we did some cuts and did some different things and thought, well, you know, maybe maybe this might be something I might try. So then I laid awake all night last night trying to figure out how to do this. So that's something I'm going to play around with when I get home is because I throw the crowns away. Oh, no. You you at least got to make an Easter egg basket out of them or something. <laughs> I know. I know. Because um, I, you know, I, I use a regular hat. I've, I've tried buying. You used to be able to buy, well, you still can, just brims. 
but they do not fit the helmets. And so I, I've tried and tried and tried to make them fit, but you still end up cutting part of it off to make sure. them fit. So, yeah. and the, the brims are uh, not, there's not a lot of diversity in the brims. There's just one style where you can get, people want all sorts of different styles of brims on their, on their helmets. You know, they want, you know, a cattleman's or, or they want, you know, more of a, a gust style brim or something. And so it's just, just as easy to just buy the whole hat and then destroy it. So, <laughs> <laughs> And, and and you have fun in the process. I do. I, I do. When the first few times it made me sick, I was like, oh, I don't think I can do this. But I now I kind of have fun. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm destroying a really expensive hat here. <laughs> Attention reliever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's way better than a stress ball. <laughs> okay. Now, what about horse hair? I mean, do you work with horse hair? I don't. Um, Tony, is it Beckelman? Yes. Yes. Tony Beckelman works with horse hair. And um, she does fabulous stuff. And I actually have some of my mule Eli's horse tail or mule tail that is in my living room that I keep needing to send to her for a a set of earrings. Um, But she does some beautiful stuff. And I have books on braiding, but it just is not something I've ever gotten into. And I've seen some beautiful artists out there that do it. And I just, you know, I've learned over the years that just sticking to one thing is kind of what I need to do. And I'm going to leave that to the people that that's their gift. That's, I just think you are so talented. I see you have painted on some feathers and you've had a request for a lady to, to paint her mule yep. on a, what was that, a turkey feather? or turkey feather. Yep, on a turkey feather. And I've done those in the past. Um, for folks and I was advertising them um, on a social media outlet but then was um, uh, take it they what did they do they throw you in jail for a while because it was cruelty to animals and so and they'll probably take me off now if they ever if they hear this podcast but um, (laughs) and I I tried to get in there and tell them that I wasn't killing anything. I was picking them up when I was out trail riding, you know, because they're all over the place. And uh, it didn't matter. It was cruelty to animals to to paint on their feathers and then sell them. So I was like, okay, so I can't advertise them on any social media um, thing. And so I just, I've sold a few of them, but I thought, well, I'd bring them to the trail trail thing today at, at for, or for Mule Fest and see. And I've, I've had a few people look at them and got an order. So there you go. There you go. You know, I want to thank you for your time. You're so talented. and. Thanks. I can just see you doing all sorts of things like sunglasses and and I can see you doing boots. Have you thought about that? I actually have a pair of boots that I wore yesterday that um, I got a pair of Ariats that were on a clearance aisle um, last winter. And so I painted them and then... uh, Yesterday was the first day I wore them, and I bought a pair of girly gaiters from Ladybug Bags to match them. Oh, I saw those. Those are gorgeous. They're gorgeous. She Ladybug Bags, and she's on Facebook, and they're made from Pendleton wool. And I, um, and so I, I knew the pattern that I wanted, and I painted these these Ariat boots to to match the design of the gaiters that I was going to get. So that was wow. my my first attempt, and. There you go. So they were okay. they were really fun to do. Now, whenever I get in one of those creative moods and then I, I make something for the very first time and I'm so proud of it, I keep it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, no, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so you're not like that. You're not selfish like that, are you? Well, I, 
unfortunate. Well, what happens, and it's not. I will either sell it or give it away. Usually I give it away, but then like down the road, I'm so embarrassed because I look at it and think, oh my gosh, please stop wearing that or please stop showing that around because that is like the worst piece of CRAP I've ever seen. And don't, I, you know, don't tell. And and I'm like, please, please don't tell anybody where you got that. And so there are are many things that I should have just kept. Kept in the closet. Yeah, just kept in the closet. But, you know, when you first make something, you know, I think like any artist, it's like our baby. And we're like, oh, we're so proud of it. And and every every mother thinks their baby is beautiful. Sure. And then we go back and look at baby pictures and think, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness they grew up. Yeah. Um, oh, Tammy, do you have a website? I do not. I just sell on social media and... Um, and that's it. And it's been social media and word of mouth. Okay, well, you're on Facebook, so how do we find you? Uh, you can go either to Tammy King Studio or just to Tammy King. And my avatar is uh, me and my, my little Molly Mule um, little sister, and she is a line back done. So, um, and I've thought about a website, but I am not techie, and I don't know how to do that. So I've never put together a website. My my friend Donna actually made me out these great order forms that I used for a long time. And then she told me to just, you know, copy them to make more. And I bought a copy machine or whatever those are called, little, you know, sure. copy machine with the ink deals and all that. And Printers, yeah. yeah, a printer. There you go. I bought a printer and, and I actually refilled the printer thing several times. And, and then I just ended up going and buying a notebook and then I write everything everybody's stuff down by hand because it's just easier for me and you know that that really the social media thing pays off for a lot of people because if you have a website that's okay if you put up a generic product but when you keep selling stuff so fast I mean then then it becomes real work yeah and I I don't know how to work a website really and I you know I buy a lot of things off of websites I get mm-hmm. I guess but actually most things that I buy I buy off of Facebook and I buy them off of the mule sites because I'm buying things that are mule related so um, I, I've enjoyed it because I, I love buying from other artists and most everything I own are from other artists and so um, I, I think it's been a great outlet and I don't I guess I don't really surf the web for things because I don't want to buy stuff from companies I get that I get that and I would prefer to buy from an artist myself I don't want to buy from a company I mean this is so cool for me to say Tammy King did this you know I mean that you are so gifted and thank you for sharing your gift and using your oh. talent Thank you. Thank you for buying stuff from all you mule and horse people. I appreciate it so much. So much. Okay, now, you you haven't gotten into the horse or the mule shoes yet. So do you see doing mule shoes as part of your I, your plan? I've done some with crystals hanging off of them and stuff okay. and I've I've given those as gifts. I've not done them to sell. I've I've been to like I went to the the Ro, uh the Rouge and Rogue here last year and there was somebody selling them and I actually bought some from them because they were so pretty. And again, I just felt like they did such a good job at them and I'm I'm kind of busy stuck not stuck but sticking to one thing and so I just felt like everybody's got their gift and and everybody you know let them do what they're they're really good good good. at and let me stick with what 
I I feel like I'm good at, and I'd rather buy buy it from somebody else and, and enjoy it that and, way. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Tammy, thanks for coming on to Mule Talk. Oh. And uh, I will look you up again because you are mostly very talented. So thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. The perfect gift for your mule friends is Metal Art by Sandy. Sandy has captured the beauty and unique style in all of her metal artwork. Sandy carefully handcrafts your metal art to the likeness of your mule, donkey, or horse. Orders are promptly created by Sandy, wrapped, and then shipped. Want a ranch sign crafted for your driveway or barn? Metal Art by Sandy. Go to MetalArtbySandy.com. Metal Art by Sandy is also on Facebook. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or a sponsor, send me an email, cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, at everycowgirlsdream.com. Gotta go. My mule is looking for me. 